Christmas, Theo, is the time of miracles, so be of good cheer. New morning feels different than before. It's dawning, this thing I've been waiting for. And I'm flying, my feet won't touch the ground. I'm ready. Look, mister, there's three rules you've got to follow. Yeah, what kind of rules? Keep him out of the light. He hates bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. And keep him away from water. Don't get him wet. But the most important rule, the rule you can never forget, no matter how much he cries, no matter how much he begs, never, never feed him after midnight. Champagne for everybody! Christmas time? Hmm. Yippee motherfucker. Hello and welcome to the My Fruit Film Podcast with me, Gav Smith, and me, Gary Coleman. Fantastic. It's part two of our Christmas special. Oh, yes. Like Christmas special. Um, I did. Part one was brilliant fun. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Part one, we talked about traditional Christmas films. So yes. part two is our not-so-traditional Christmas films. <laughs> our alternative Christmas films, I'm not sure. Um, we've done the same thing. Gary and I have come up with a list of ten films that we have scored from one through to ten. And we've also got the marks from Rotten Departos to create a wonderful list of, of films yeah. That are not really Christmas films, but they might be Christmas adjacent films, maybe, I guess what they're called. Yes. Yeah. So. So, so how we so it's interesting. I mean, curious to know how do you how do you define this? Because we all we discussed this last time, the last episode. What's a Christmas movie? I think you kind of go, well, it's obviously a Christmas movie. But yeah. what's what what is not a Christmas? What's a not a Christmas Christmas movie? What what, what was your what was I your these are these are the films that yeah. people watch. That, that that feature Christmas within them, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily anything to do with Christmas, or they've got Christmas in them, and they're just not the type of film you'd sit down and watch with your family at Christmas. And I think that right. will become more apparent as we go through it. Yes. The type of films got there. Or maybe they just don't happen at Christmas at all, <laughs> but they have a Christmas oh. feel to them. And that also may become apparent. I think, I think, I think that was aimed at me a little bit with some of my choices. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. There's, I, there's think a... I may have must have just had a question to be honest. When I was asking, <laughs> <laughs> some of my films aren't really Christmas films at all. Yeah, but I think, and, I think and you're the... right. I think the audience will get them when I say this is my favorite. Well, this is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, I think the audience will go, yeah, that's kind of a Christmas movie, maybe. It's, or if not, not, let us know. Maybe, yeah. But yes, that's. I think that's where we're coming from with with Christmas film. These alternative Christmas films there. The ones you might not watch with your family, or you might watch with family, but they're mm. not really Christmas. Yeah, and some of them certainly fall into one category and others into the other. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. So last time round, I think we talked about um, films you always watch Christmas that didn't make it onto the list. But yes. are there any Christmas films that you can just watch all year round that didn't make it onto the list? Yeah. Because there's definitely one on this that I think you can make, watch all year round. 
and it's oh. on our list. It's top of our list, actually. We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, a great yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. But, yeah. No, no, we'll just spoil it. No spoilers. I, 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 I did actually spend a lot of time. I spent a lot of time thinking about this, but not just because you asked me for the podcast, because I think <laughs> me and every single person listening to this every Christmas goes, right, and I, I now need to watch loads of Christmas movies because it's coming up with Christmas. <laughs> what can I watch? And everybody Googles best Christmas movies. So I think yes. it's amazing. I think about every year, you, you, everybody thinks of this, what, what Christmas movies can I watch to get myself in the mood for Christmas? So I've given it a lot of thought. And I think I, I'm happy that these are, these are the best ones. Unless yeah. of course our listeners know otherwise. Yeah. Well, should we get into the list or is there anything else you want to discuss before we get to the list, Gary? Uh, well, I, only, 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 only. I was going to ask you about okay. mince pies when you when, when we start the podcast before we start recording. I was just saying, oh, I could do the mince pie, and then you said something about your your your, your favorite mince pie, and then we started recording. I, I didn't get the answer. So what is sorry? What? Uh, Christmas is, mince yes. pies are a really important part of Christmas. I'm I'm a greedy person. I like food. I'm going to say the, I'm going to say the best part of Christmas. Maybe. Absolutely, but I think that your first mince pie of the season has to be a really good mince pie. <laughs> Okay. You can't, you can't get a Mr. Kipling's mince pie or an Aldi's best mince pie. It's got to be a proper homemade mince pie. A homemade? Nice, oh, yeah. With nice, you know, shortbread pastry. And it's got to be you're a good... Making, and you're, you're making yourself homemade mince pies? I'm not, but my wife will be making mince pies. Right, okay. Good. And she'll make a beautiful one. Or my mother-in-law may make mince pies. We're going over there soon. So yes. hopefully I'll get a nice homemade mince pie and it'll well, be the best mince pie to start the season with. Well, I was going to say, I, I had, uh, it was my mum-in-law's birthday at the weekend and went around for dinner and she served little tiny mince pies and they were absolutely delicious. Uh, and I suspect they might have been homemade. I don't uh, know because she's a very good chef and her husband is actually a chef. So they might have been homemade, <laughs> might have been from Tesco's. I don't know, but they were delicious. <laughs> Either way. Don't know. Anyway, first mince pie of the season has to be a really good homemade mince pie. Mm. Warm, preferably. Oh, it's got to be warm. These were cold, actually. I have one. Sorry, Fran. They were cold. <laughs> no, <laughs> Maybe we were late, but they should, be, they should definitely be warm, I think. <laughs> definitely warm. Definitely warm. Yeah. Anyway, we have got a great list of not-so-traditional yes. Christmas films here. Yes. Which starts with, uh, well... It's the very bottom of our list. Mm. Um, bottom of both our lists, to be honest. Yes. Um, I kind of added it because we we both chose five films and we agreed completely on one of them. <laughs> so to make a top ten, I went to my sixth film right. and it became the bottom of our list. Right. A lot of Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 71 of Rotten Tomatoes, so it's not that bad a film. Right. Um, it's actually... What the class is being a proto slasher. So this was Black Christmas from 1974. Um, it is a horror film set at Christmas. And it was very much a film that became the ideal for home invasion and slasher films. They all spurned from this type of film. It's featuring a very young Margot Kidder. Right. She went on later to become Lois Lane. Right. Wow. wow, wow, wow. It, it's a brilliant film, actually. Um, and there's a wonderful death scene with a glass ornament that once seen is never forgotten. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a home invasion film set at Christmas. So now, 
of all the films on this list, I have to put my hand up and say, this is one film I haven't actually seen yet. But you only told me about it a couple of days ago. This is true. And I hadn't seen it, and I will definitely watch it. It does sound amazing. And I'll it tell is. you why I'm going to watch it. I, I, because it is definitely, it doesn't, it, I'm guessing it's not a film you watch with your kids. No, family. not at all. It, horror this is, film. It's a horror, horror film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I would say is um, there is a remake of it. Do not watch the remake. It is atrocious. Never watch the remake. Never watch, never, watch, find never the, original. watch the remake. Or the sequel, unless it's Daddy's Home 2, in which case you must watch the sequel. Apparently, that is the better of the two films, yeah. It's, it's one of the 10, 10 top Christmas films in, in most people's lists. I'd heard that rumour. <laughs> so Black Black so Black so Christmas. So first of all, when you said Black Christmas 1974, the first thing that kind of came to my head was like black exploitation kind of movies. Yeah. And, but it's not that. It's, it's not, not that no, at all, is it? No, it's not just at all. black as in it's not White Christmas. It's the opposite of White exactly. Christmas. Exactly. It's the opposite to White Christmas. It's a, it's a, it's a really... Uh, it's... And it's a set typical in, it's Canadian, horror film. It's a Canadian movie, or it's set in Canada, or uh, do you know? No, I'm pretty sure it's set in in America. America. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a wonderful. It is a really good a good film. It's um Christmas Break. Um, it's set on like a campus sorority type thing. So all those horror tropes gory? that come in later are there. Is it suspense or is it gore? Do you get like knives plunging into bodies and things? Or there is an element of gore, but it's mainly it's mainly suspense and it's oh, that whole it. thing of it, it probably doesn't work now as well because obviously it's time before mobile phones and it's that whole thing of the telephone call yes. is coming from within the house. Mobile phones have ruined so many absolutely plot devices. But yeah. now, so I was reading, I was reading about Black Christmas because yeah. I am definitely going to watch it. I'm definitely, yeah. definitely going to watch it. It's a Gav recommendation, of course. Yeah, you're oh, watch it. yeah go for it. But the idea is that, that what I had appreciate was it's the first film that had the idea that there is somebody in the house. Yeah. Calling yeah. you on the line from inside the house, and that's yeah. been used in obviously in comedy films as kind of reference comedically and, and yeah. ironic. But it's been used in proper horror films loads of times. But yeah. this was the original. This is where this the, was it. This is idea came from. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's it put, it's on that list of what the class as being proto slashers. So before Halloween, really was the first proper slasher movie, right. which obviously comes after Black Christmas. But a lot of the ideas that are in this, you right. can see. The, the starts of slasher movies and the starts of that home invasion type thing and the calls coming from in the house, all that type of stuff, it's all here. It's a, a brilliant insight into where horror was going to go, I suppose. So, folks, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a movie geek, which I'm assuming you all are, you've just got to check this movie out. <laughs> I've got to check this movie out because this is where a lot of horror started. You know, Absolutely. I was saying kind of a lot of the modern sort of horrors, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. yes, I will watch it between now and Christmas Day. Good. Do so. It is really good. And we're going to stick with horror for our number nine, believe it or not. But it's horror in a different way because this is a horror <laughs> musical. Horror musical. Oh, not, not another horror musical. Yeah. I mean... Even better, a horror musical with zombies. Oh, gosh. How many it's times have you seen this movie? Everything. This is Anna versus the Apocalypse from 2017. Um Again, Rotten Tomatoes rating is 77 on this one. It's got a good rating. Good. Have you seen this one, Gary, or not? I have. Do you know what? But I've only seen it because you recommended it. It was on your <laughs> list. And if you put it on your list, it's usually a good film. And so I did watch it. I had never seen it before. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's a good it's, film. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fun zombie musical comedy set at Christmas. Um See that alone, you just got to watch a movie, and it's British. It's a British movie. It is, yes. It's a Scottish movie, I think, isn't it? It's Scottish. I think it is Scottish. A, yeah, I think it's Scottish. A British movie, zombie horror musical comedy. Yeah, you just got to watch it. You yeah, got to watch it. 
it's got some some great tunes in it as well. The the, the songs pretty good. The music it's pretty good again. music. It it's just I don't know. It's one of those things. Someone said to me once, everyone's got favorite Christmas films, and as a horror fan, there's no Christmas films for us. Why are there no Christmas films for horror fans? Mm. And then this came along in 2017 and thought, Do you know what? This is actually a proper Christmas film that is a horror film as well. I mean, there's Christmas trees and snow and Santa and elves and all sorts. Yeah, yeah. Zombie elves are a great idea. So, yeah. And, and when did it come out? Is it quite newish? 2017. 2017. Quite so it's yeah. only five years old. Yeah. So I only discovered this film a couple of nights ago and I watched it. I imagine, <laughs> I imagine, I imagine there's a whole generation of students or something. Yeah. Who have discovered this film and it'll be like a drinking film where you've yes. been out the pub and you come back a little bit tipsy and you kind of sort of semi ironically watch a zombie musical comedy film, <laughs> I guess. And I guess you just yeah. love it. You know, it's, 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 um, what's that other one? Um, Time Warp. What's that film? Oh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's that, isn't it? It's kind it is. of, it's kind of that. You know, it's the same type of humor yeah. and songs, yeah. If you love yeah. Rocky Horror, every everybody loves Rocky Horror. If you love yeah. Rocky Horror, and I bet you, I bet you, in a couple of years' time, there'll be cinemas doing live screenings with the song titles and things. Yeah, yeah, and okay. all the quotable stuff. Anna versus the Apocalypse, brilliant film. I'd never Can't seen it. I've, I've never seen it, but having having watched it, yeah, I'd recommend it. It's a good film. Really there you go. Film. There you go. So that takes us to number eight. Number eight is. Bit of an odd one, I suppose. 1992, yeah. Tim Burton reunites with Michael Keaton to make Batman Returns. Right. Now, I can't remember. Did I Did I stick this on the list? Or no, this was me. This was me again. Right, okay. Because I definitely remember thinking about it. I, it was definitely my... my I, I hovered around the idea of Batman yeah. Returns as a Christmas film. I, yeah. I seem to have, have... The bottom four films on our list are all mine. <laughs> but do you know why that was? I think I was just being really mean. And when we set aside, when we just did the order, I just put all of my five at the top. And I yeah. just rated all yours in the bottom. So I might have sort of slightly screwed it's up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Batman Returns is definitely a Christmas film. It happens Brilliant. at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have the best Batman on film, if you ask me. I think Michael Keaton is is the best Batman on film. I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Yeah, and one of the best directors of that type of gothic film, Mr. Uh, Tim yeah, Burton. Chris, yeah, Christmas. Christmas. I think there's something about Christmas that is gothic. Yeah, definitely. Gothic horror is in Christmas kinds of goes together, and yeah. you know, and darkness and snow and yeah. Batman and Tim Burton. <laughs> they all go together. <laughs> And and you know we've got we've got Catwoman we've got the Penguin wow it, it's it's a brilliant film Batman Returns is one of the best Batman movies out there and the fact definitely. that it happens at Christmas and means you can watch it at Christmas is yeah. definitely a good thing yeah yeah what uh, more can we Michelle say Pfeiffer the, the best Catwoman I mean, yes um, Earth, Eartha Kitt might have been this I think it's a it's a tie between Eartha Kitt King yeah. of the Star Wars the TV Batwoman the TV Catwoman yeah she was brilliant. But Michelle Pfeiffer, I mean, it's just an amazing Catwoman. Oh, she's, she is incredible. She steals. I think she steals the film. Really, she does. Although Danny DeVito's Penguin is <laughs> absolutely marvelous. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. such a, a horrible Penguin, but yes, a very different it's, type. But yeah, and Christopher Walken was in there as well. So yeah, Christopher Walken's in there as uh, Max Shrek. So yeah, yes. it's got all sorts going for it. This film, brilliant film. Awesome. Yeah. Film. If you haven't seen it, go and see it because it's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Right, next on our list then, number mm. seven, 1984, Gremlins. Oh, <laughs> this is another one that is, it's not a Christmas film, but it, is, it does happen at Christmas, but I don't know if you'd, you'd 
watch it with your kids so much now. Um, it's a great film. It's probably it is a kids' film, isn't it? Gremlins, is it? I don't know. It, I'm not sure if it is. I'm yeah. not sure if it is. Um, it's a bit. It is a bit gory, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Um, and it's got the the lovely story about poor Phoebe Cates' dad getting stuck in the chimney. That kind of oh is. Oh God, it's tragic. <laughs> it's the tragic Christmas story. I think that's what I was just saying with the Tim Burton Gothic thing. There is something about Christmas, yeah, and horror that, or maybe even New Year. I mean, certainly as a as a, as a kid. I think ghost stories and New Year were kind yeah. of associated together, and that sort of spreads into Christmas. And I suppose Christmas Carol is the ultimate kind of ghost Christmas ghost story. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it is a ghost story, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. There is yeah. I think. I, do you know? What? I I mean, Gremlins again. You you kind of think about Gremlins. You know, it is a classic Christmassy kind of not Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> and I was I, I came up. What year did it come out? Do you know? Eighty four. Eighty four. So yeah, I'd have been like kind of just on the edge of kidhood, adulthood, kind of when it came out, teenagey kind of thing. So I'd yeah, have, but do you know, what? I I had Mogwi in it, which became yeah. the Furbies kind of thing. So every yeah. Christmas, everybody got, but they got these things. I didn't like Gremlins. Am I really? I know. Wow. Wow. I know. I didn't because you know it's it's a bit of the Polar Express thing. I should have loved it because it's got little monsters in it. I love yeah. monsters. I love horror. I yeah. love like nineteen fifties kind of B movies. It's kind yeah. of nineteen fifties B movie feel. It, to it's it. that's what it was kind of based on. Yeah, um, that idea and, and comedy. It was it was comedic. You know, it, it is. Yes, yeah. So it, I should have loved it. And as a kid, I just kind of it just the genres just didn't kind of work for me. It wasn't really nineteen fifties. It was too kind of gory to be a 1950s yeah movie. yeah i suppose so yeah it wasn't quite funny enough to be a comedy it wasn't christmas enough to be christmas and it just i think there's a i think there's a sometimes you look I, I was watching it going i just i just don't know what button that's supposed to press on me i'm, I'm not sure how i'm supposed to feel about this <laughs> it, it felt a bit of a mess to me yeah um, yeah i can see that yeah yeah um but i should watch it again maybe and see if i enjoy you should it. i i have been gonna watch it with the kids loads and then my wife kept saying no, it's 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 too old for them. It's too scary for them. And actually, it is a fifteen rating. Right now, both my kids. Well, one's fourteen this year, and the other one's sixteen. So it's kind of like you know what? The sixteen-year-old's definitely ready for it. Fourteen-year-old, yeah. I think, can handle it. But we, we, I might give it a try this Christmas and and see if we can we can yeah. watch it this Christmas. But I think it's a brilliant film. So I'm just wondering, like, when ET and like um, ET's were at the same time, isn't it? Or it's, just before was ET? It feels maybe? like you know, it feels like it should have been like ET or Close Encounters. It should have been like one of those kind of oh, that's yeah. sweet. And it's yeah, not. ET was it's... 82. Right. Okay. So again, so... maybe as a kid, I was expecting ET, and I kind of got the Gremlins. And you, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't too scary for me. It was just I wasn't expecting this. You know. No. No, it, it's a it, mismatch of expectations in a movie. I think. Yeah, I think it was. It was pretty much. It was sold certainly with. Mogwai Gizmo mm. in there. It was sold as being this definite kids movie, but it wasn't really a kids movie not. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, like I say, the dark story in the middle about poor Phoebe Cates' dad, that that one yeah. it brings proper. a tear to your eye, that. That's awful. proper it, it's tragic awful. story. Yeah. It's awful, yeah. Yeah, the reason why she doesn't like Christmas. But that's yeah. that's spoilers for the film. If anyone hasn't seen yeah, it, yeah, yeah. wait Can't for that. But if that doesn't put you off Christmas films, then all will. Exactly. <laughs> so... Yeah. That brings us to our number six film, uh, a year earlier than Gremlins, 1983, okay. um, Trading Places. Mm. Go on, tell us about Trading Places, because this is a great one. Go on, this Gary. Must have been on my, this must have been on my list. It was, yeah. Movie. It was on mine as well, but it was just yeah, yeah, it yeah. was just off the bottom of my list. So Right. Okay. So, I mean, Trading Places is 
it's one of my favorite films. I mean, you, you don't need it to be Christmas to to watch Trading Places. No. I don't think. No, but it definitely do. helps. Um, brilliant comedy directed by John Landis. Yeah, and starring Dan Aykroyd, who is always good. Always. And Eddie Murphy, who is either always brilliant or is in a terrible movie. But this is not. <laughs> I think this might be his, this must be his first movie. I'm guessing. It's certainly in one of his first movies, yeah. And he's brilliant in it. He's just absolutely fantastic. And a pair of them work brilliantly well. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just such a funny, funny movie. Um, and it it doesn't it doesn't feel massively Christmassy. It t- I think it takes place between sort of Christmas and New Year, maybe. Yeah. Um, this is my Dan Aykroyd's dressed as Father Christmas. Yeah, it's definitely a Christmas movie, but yeah. Um, it's it's it hasn't got a Christmassy vibe particularly. No. Um, but no. what it's a, I will definitely watch. I watch it every single year. My wife watches it. My kids love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's just such a funny film. It's it's it's, it's brilliant, brilliant film. And let's say there's that wonderful scene where Dan Aykroyd is dressed as Father Christmas, <laughs> eating the fish. Yeah. The it's fish it's, it's just got so many good ideas in it. It's a brilliant film, and and yeah, yeah, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd on on top form i think for this one definitely yeah brilliant odd couple comedy yeah um and kind of oddly anti-capitalist yes which is yeah. i suppose a little bit like um oh gosh we just said the last the last one um it's a wonderful life it's it's yes. not that kind of thing isn't it it's a kind of anti it's an anti-commercial anti-capitalism yeah well they do both become millionaires at the end of it they do um, yes but you know it's anti-greed i suppose isn't anti-greed, it? anti-greed because that's what it's all about it's about yeah. that a bet between two people that they can make someone nothing whilst making someone else yeah. the best. Yeah. And they bet over a dollar, don't they? They change people's lives for a dollar. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Brilliant film though. Yes. Okay. Everyone should watch Trading Places this Christmas. I think, Gary, that makes us halfway through the podcast. Well, fantastic. And halfway cool. through the podcast is time for advertising. Yes. Because that's what you do. Commercial we break. are contractually obliged to Absolutely. advertise ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you're halfway through the podcast, as you must be if you're still listening, um, pop on over to Apple Podcasts or Good Pods. Give us a five-star rating review. I think that's the best ratings and reviews to give us, isn't it, Gary? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or Spotify. They do do five-star ratings. Do. You can do with the ratings, but five stars is obviously the ones that we prefer. Definitely. It's those ratings that help the podcast podcast get found by other people. And that's the main thing. Okay. You could just shout about us if you want on social media. Where can you find us on social media, Gary? Uh, we're on all over social media, but particularly on Twitter at my film. And Instagram at my favorite film podcast, and on Facebook just search my favorite film. Yeah, um, and we've got a website. It's all on a website as well, Gav. Yeah, which is www.myfavoritefilm.com, and all the links that I've just said are there. And obviously, if you want to actually just directly get in touch, email myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com. That is one way you can definitely always get something from us. There you go. Awesome. That, that's that done, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Top five, 1960, The Apartment. Mm. Tell us about The Apartment, Gary. So, The Apartment, one of my favourite films, one of my favourite films ever. Um, it's, I mean, it really isn't a Christmas. It, I think it is set at Christmas. It is set at Christmas, yeah. It is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it is an old Billy Wilder, yeah. black and white yeah. uh, comedy. It's got Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine. Um it's just beautifully filmed. Um, 
I'm just wondering if it's based on a stage play. It might be based on a stage play. I don't know. I think it might be, yeah. Yeah. I just, but it feels like it was based on a stage play because it's just so tight. It's just the comedy it is just so tight. And the drama as well. Uh, Jack Lemon is thought of as being a, you know, a, a comedic actor. He was a brilliant actor. My yeah. trained actor. He's just fantastic. Um, Shirley McLean, again, fantastic actress. Um and it's quite a dark film, really. It's 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 about an apartment where the guy is. It, there's a guy who's in love with no spoilers. A guy's in love with a beautiful girl. <laughs> it's not really reciprocated, and uh, he has to let out his apartment to so that his boss can kind of have an affair with her. And yeah, it's got it's very dark and becomes very a dark, very bit suicidal. It's a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a very intelligent kind of Billy Wilder, intelligent New York comedy just a yeah. way ahead of its time and yeah. it is screwball and when i say i love screwball and when i yeah. say screwball a lot of people go oh screwball as in zany no no screwball as in it's that kind of battle of the sexes where it's got yeah. a very strong female lead a bit of a goofball guy and the world's slightly turned upside down and it's just lovely a beautiful film it's got one of the most lovely endings it's got a perfect ending where it's bittersweet if you're romantic you watch the ending and go Oh, that's lovely. They they that happily ever after. If yeah. you're a realist, you watch it and go, Oh, that's sweet, but they're not gonna get it's a lovely, it's a lovely <laughs> bittersweet ending. It's worth it. Just hang in for the ending. I love the ending. Yeah. Cool. And like all of her films in the top five, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's in the nineties. It's got nineties really? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Our top five, every one of them is in the nineties. So I might really go through right. that. Oh, so that's nice. That's nice picked, to know, isn't it? We've yeah, picked yeah, well. Yeah. Bizarrely, our non-traditional Christmas films, much mm. higher rate in Rotten Tomatoes than our traditional ones. So there you go. What's that say? I don't know. Well, I just wonder whether a lot of like, traditional Christmas films are just banging out bits of rubbish because Christmas, you know? Possibly. Whereas the non-traditional Possibly. ones are being a bit more thoughtful and you know, a bit more kind of uh, artistic, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Our saying, number four film. I'm then. saying artistic and then just looking what we've chosen next. Yeah. <laughs> much of it's Although, art. But it's our number four film is a classic is a brilliant film um definitely christmas adjacent because yes. it is a thanksgiving film really it's november the 20 22nd or something isn't it thanksgiving yeah so it's the first weekend isn't it it's the first weekend kind of yeah. last weekend last weekend last weekend in november yeah yeah so this is planes trains and automobiles from 1987 oh, featuring well starring the wonderful steve martin and yes. the late great john candy absolutely cool. yeah uh, and yeah, I, I for me, I think maybe the best John Candy film. Oh, certainly me. up there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got some classic lines in it. It's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, big Steve Martin fan, always have been. I, I love, love Steve, Steve Martin. I think he's, he's awesome. He's been in some really rubbish films, by the way. He has. He has. But this is one of his better ones. Um, it, It's about two guys trying to get home for Thanksgiving and... They get there by planes, trains, and automobile spit. And trucks. And, <laughs> and trucks else. and anything yeah, else yeah, that's yeah. around, yeah. Um, all the trains and planes have gone on strike, basically, and they've just got to get home. And they form an unlikely partnership in order to get yeah. themselves home. Yeah, A classic odd couple comedy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's John Hughes. John Hughes from John Hughes, isn't it? Yeah. talking last week about John Hughes. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so funny. Now I think I think this is just. We, do you know what? We watched it. It was it was Thanksgiving just recently. We watched yeah. it again just because you got that excuse. And I think it is like the beginning of the wind up to Christmas, it getting is, yourself yeah. ready for Christmas. Yeah. Um, 
But also, I think if you in the UK, I mean, because we don't have this tradition of Thanksgiving, no. Thanksgiving doesn't mean an awful lot to us. No. Whereas it is Christmas, isn't it? Thanksgiving it is. is kind of our, it's, it's about family. It's about yeah. getting home family for Christmas yeah. and it's snowy. Yeah. Um, it's about there's more important things in life than yeah. work and things. It's, it's about yeah. Christmas, isn't it? It's kind of you, you can see why it can be classed as a Christmas film, um, even though it's not. But yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you let me have it because there's some debate. There's some debate as to if is it is it even a Christmas. And I, I know it gets and my list gets worse, but is it even a Christmas film? <laughs> it's definitely a Christmas film because I watch it every Christmas. Yeah, and, I can uh, see exactly where Christmas comes in this one. It has it's that whole thing of family. It's the whole thing of everyone getting together for a big meal with a turkey at the centre of it. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, as we don't have Thanksgiving in the UK, as you say, it probably yeah. is. If it, if you remade it in the UK, it would be Christmas. They were getting home full. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Brilliant film. Ninety two on Rotten Tomatoes. That one. There you go. I wonder what our highest one. You can tell us at the end what our highest Rotten well, Tomatoes. I can. Let me tell you the end. What it's not that? our number three film. Ah, but our number three film uh, is is my choice. One of my choices. Mm. Um, it's Tim Burton again. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. Nineteen ninety three film. Uh, a yeah. musical, animated musical, me and animation films, you see. Um, this one is, it's it's got Christmas in the title, so it must be about Christmas. It, it's got to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I kind of put it on our alternate list because it is the nightmare before Christmas. It's about yes. the people of Halloween Town who take over Christmas for one year only and don't do the best job of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but it's a brilliant story. It's got some wonderful music in it. Uh, the mm. animation is absolutely sublime and mm. all from the mind of the well the crazy mind of Tim Burton to be honest which yeah, yeah. i think is is always a good thing when you talk about gothic and christmas and that type of thing as we did with batman returns just earlier so yeah, yeah. It's so great yes I, I i see i love tim burton i love horror yeah. i love christmas when then i saw the nightmare before christmas at the movies and yeah, when i first so watched it when i first watched it i, I was left a little bit disappointed maybe mm. i just because it's a musical and i didn't know any of the music i didn't know any of the ah. song and I've, I've watched it every christmas since and of course i now love it because i know yeah. I, all you know all the songs have become kind of classics i suppose yeah yeah but i do remember i mean i do remember you know watching it the movies going oh every time a song came on thinking oh i don't i don't understand what's going on now <laughs> um, apart from the big the main song you know the, 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 um yeah but uh, no, it is a, cl- it's a, it is a classic. It's it a brilliant is. film. It's, it's, a, it's a brilliant Christmas. It, it is a Christmas film, let's be honest. It, yeah, it's yeah. Christmassy. It's got... And, sorry. Go on. I was gonna say, it, and, and it's got Catherine O'Hara in it, which is, who was also in Home Alone. It's, yes. There you go. Keep, keep popping up, don't they? Same thing. All over the place. Yeah. Um, this one got 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's a 95. It's, it's a brilliant so film. It's well up there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and obviously, because it's a Disney film, if you've got Disney Plus, it's streaming for free on Disney Plus. So it's there. You can watch it anytime you like. Yeah. There you go. So I'd stick that in there. I'm hoping to get free Disney Plus by keep pushing Disney Plus. Well, I, what I've the only thing I've ever heard about Disney is they're very generous people. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Very generous. And they, they look after the little guys. That's the absolutely. one thing everyone says about Disney. They're very Always. generous. They look after the little guys. <laughs> Um, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before they give us free Disney. That's that's what I'm hoping for. One day it will happen. Mm-hmm. Right, it'd be a Christmas miracle if it. <laughs> <laughs> to our number two film, Gary. Um, 
This was your <laughs> very much Christmas adjacent film. Um, yeah. 1993's Groundhog Day. Now, Gary, I have to say, Groundhog Day is um, the beginning of February, I believe. <laughs> See, in the Coleman household, we keep our Christmas tree up for a long, long time. Um, we keep it up until mid-April. It's see, so Groundhog Day. It's a Christmas movie. I know it's set in February, but nobody in Britain knows when Groundhog Day actually is. All we know is that it's a movie. It's got Bill Murray, and it's snowing. It's probably Christmas. Therefore, yeah, fair enough. Christmas movie. I'll, I'll so accept I'm, that. I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna sneak it in, and it's it's beautiful, and it's got yeah. and it's romantic, and it's um it's warm, and it's sort of schmaltzy, and it's Christmassy. I think I'm definitely gonna watch it at Christmas. By the way. Uh, I, I can see it. Again, I, I allowed it in the list because it is. It does feel Christmassy. There's snow. They're, they're stuck it's in snow. the it's place snow. because of a snowstorm. And, it, and it's kind of a Christmas carol, isn't it? A bit Christmas carol-y? It is a bit Christmas carol-y, I suppose. It doesn't... He changes... Go, yeah, he, he, he changes himself based he on what He almost haunts himself, doesn't he? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It And, uh, you know, it, it started the whole time loop idea of films. That It was the it first was. time they'd done time loops and... It was an amazing idea for film. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone went, oh, my word, why didn't I think of that? It was yeah. such a brilliant idea for film. And so yeah. well executed. It yeah. just absolutely nailed it. Yeah. And all the other versions of the thing have just been a bit rubbish compared to this one. They have, they have. They have. But this is, this is, it's a brilliant, a brilliant, funny film where um, there are certain elements that, are, as with most Bill Murray things, are slightly dated and possibly a little bit controversial, but we won't talk about it too much. Um, it's, it's a great film. It's funny. It's got a lot of heart to it, actually. Um, and it has, yeah. It's got its heart in the right place, definitely. Yeah, definitely, in, yeah. yeah. By the oh, end, certainly, his heart's in the right place. Yeah. Maybe not in the middle. Um, <laughs> but that's the point, though, isn't it? He's, yeah. he's wrong. I mean, he's, he's, that's his flaw, and he gets over that flaw, yeah. and he becomes a decent person. He does, um, he does. Yeah. And... And Andy McDowell's in it, and she's lovely in the film. She's brilliant in the film. Yep. And I think a lot of people sort of criticise Andy McDowell, saying, oh, she's not a brilliant actress, and she was just, you know, she's just a model. She's very pretty. But I think she's really good in this film. She is. And there's a bit, there's a scene where she is asleep. <laughs> and I think she does the best acting of somebody being asleep <laughs> ever. If you watch it, she really does look asleep. There's something about it. Cause I think most Maybe she was. Are, she might have been. I doubt it. She's in bed with Bill Murray, but you have to keep one eye open, wouldn't you? But she, I think most actresses, when they pretend to be asleep, they try and make themselves look attractively asleep. And she doesn't. Mm. She, she just looks she just looks like she's asleep. It's yeah. <laughs> like she's asleep. I think, well done for her. She's yeah. a very beautiful woman. And she, she just looks a bit like kind of goofy and asleep. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she wins my Oscar for best portrayal of a woman being asleep. A, a woman who's asleep. Um, I like that. I like that. Right. Uh, well, this one, fantastic this, movie. This one mm. is actually our highest scoring on Rotten Tomatoes. This one got ninety-seven on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's why it should be in. We need yeah, that. and it, it's number two on our list because I graded it slightly lower than you because it wasn't on my list. Right, but I still was quite high with it. You, you obviously put it really high, but again, it could easily be on my list of my favorite films because my favorite yeah. films are generally all comedies, but this could definitely be up there. I think it's just a perfect movie. I would agree. I, if you, if you asked me for favorite films, favorite mm. comedy films, it would be high on my list, but cause it was yeah, yeah, Christmas, yeah. I obviously went, well, Groundhog Day's <laughs> February. That's not Christmas. I think you're a bit of a stickler about the definition <laughs> of the word Christmas. 
Um, I think it's got Bill Murray and Snow. It's probably a Christmas movie. Okay, fair enough. I'll I'll accept that. Bill Murray Snow means it's a Christmas movie. Equals Christmas. Okay, fine. Which brings us to our number one film of our alternative Christmas films. Yeah, and there can't be any doubt in this one. The whole world is screaming at the at the screens. The, the, the radio is going. It must be. It must it be. Must be. It must be. We both gave this yeah. ten out of ten. This was our top of both our lists. It yeah. only gets ninety four on. No uh, way. Well, I say it only gets ninety four. It's only six off hundred, isn't it? Um, so it's fairly high on Rotten Tomatoes. It is, of course, nineteen eighty eight classic Christmas film. Die Hard. <laughs> it's not a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. Of course it is. We, if anyone's in any doubt whether this is a Christmas film, we did explain this on our episode with Cam Sully. Yes. Earlier on in the series, we talked yes. to Cam Sully about Die Hard, and we, we all agreed at that point, this is a Christmas film. Absolutely. It happens at Christmas. Go on, interesting. I, I, I just Googled. I only saw this. I don't know how I, we, I, we missed it when we covered it, but I Googled something, and uh, there's a thing about Bruce Willis doing a kind of a, a roast type thing. Right. You know, and during the roast, Bruce Willis ends his roast by saying, and by the way, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Wow. It's a Bruce Willis movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big laugh. And he's absolutely right. It is a Bruce Willis movie. Um, it is. It is. It is. All, it is all, he's wrong. I mean, Bruce Willis is very rarely wrong, but he's wrong. It's a Christmas He is movie. wrong. Yes. In this case, this is, this is the first of the Die Hard movies. It went on to spawn many sequels. Um, mm. Only one of the one which happens at Christmas, which is Die Hard 2, the rest of them don't. Mm. But this is definitely a Christmas film. It's about Christmas miracles. It's about people coming together. You know, he goes back home. And Killing each other with machine guns. Well, he's getting back together with his family. He sees oh, yeah. the error of his ways. His yes. wife sees the error of her ways. Yes. You know. Yes. Alan Rickman sees the pavement. From 40 <laughs> stories up. Don't think I actually saw it because he fell backwards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> You're right. The um, pavement saw him. Yes. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't watch Die Hard at Christmas, there's something wrong with you. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's just a brilliant movie anyway, yeah. and it's just a fantastic Christmas yeah. movie. It, um, and it's also a Christmas movie you can watch all year round. It doesn't yeah. have to be Christmas. And it, but if you watch it at Christmas, it's also a really good kind of antidote to Christmas because there is a bit yeah. of Christmas. I'm just so sick of all the schmaltz and the things. I just need somebody running around with a T-shirt off with no yeah. shoes on, with a machine gun, shooting people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is the movie for you, I it, think. It does all of those things. It, it definitely has shooting, killing, no shoes, and a colour-changing vest. And the vest that changes colour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone should have a colour-changing vest because that's an amazing thing. Yeah. So... Let's go through our top 10 again. So at number yeah. 10, we had Black Christmas. At number nine was Anna versus the Apocalypse. Number eight was Batman Returns. Number seven was Gremlins. Number six mm. was Trading Places. Brilliant film. Number five, The Apartment. Number four, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Number three, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Number awesome. two, Groundhog Day. And finally, of course, at number one was Die Hard. Of course, so, of course. What of a course. great list. How strange that all of our lists of non-traditional films are all colour and all mm. happen 1960 onwards. Mm. Whereas our Obviously, they, they must have just stopped making decent, proper traditional films in the maybe. 1950s, I guess. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That was our Christmas lists. 
So we've now done traditional and non-traditional. If you missed traditional one, go back and find it. It's out there still. And you can listen to the top 10 traditional Christmas films as well. Um, so, Gary, I think that's brought us to the end of this. Absolutely. Christmas uh, coming up. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, I will be doing the traditional Christmas of uh, eating loads of chocolates, um, nursing a severe hangover, <laughs> shouting at the children and getting wronged by my wife. Um, and then popping over to the family, yeah. the in-laws for a bit of a bit more shouting, <laughs> a bit more shouting. And then just to, taking the edge off the hangover with a bit of alcohol. Yeah, traditional family Christmas, basically. And yourself, Gav, what are you up to for Christmas? Very similar to yours, to be honest. Yeah, get the family round, <laughs> drink too much, eat too much, yeah. nurse a hangover for quite a lot of it and shout at the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. And in that somewhere, go out for a walk with a dog on my own as a grumpy get out of the way type thing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I hope all our listeners have a lovely Christmas and so enjoy watching our movie choices. Yes. And we will be back in the new year with new episodes of the My Favourite Film podcast. Hopefully, Gary will join me for some of those episodes. Is that if I can be bothered, if I can be bothered to turn up. Yeah, yeah. If, you're there. if not, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and just keep putting out more episodes with them. Please do. I always tune in and listen to them. I'm not. I'm there in spirit, if not always in body. <laughs> the Christmas spirit. I'm there that. in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back when we're back. Bye I look forward to seeing you very soon. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Finally, thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.mypiverfilm.com. Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! Ow! 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 <laughs>